0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host Josh and today's game will be pitting the warmer team of David and Scott versus bench warmer Eric and returning player Lucas Gilfoyle. Welcome back to the bench, Lucas. Why don't you take a minute to remind us about yourself?
2: Great to be back, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm a Kansas City sports fan still. Thank goodness we're Super Bowl champs, though. I uh, got the Chiefs to ride their coattails for a little while here. Um, currently live down here in Tampa, Florida, and have been following the Lightning a little bit more closely now, getting into hockey. So thank you for having me back on.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, welcome back. And, hey, can you get your fan base to stop doing the chant, please? Can you... Good call. Just, can we stop with that, please? There's more important things going on. Get Mahomes'
3: brother off the sideline, and then we can work on the No, chants. I don't
1: care about his brother. I'd just rather them not be doing the chant anymore because i was like okay i can root for the chiefs because i don't want philly fans to get anything good um but then i heard that like echoing through the stadium i'm like i can't root for either of these teams
2: well the seminoles do it too right down in florida state Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the braves still do it i don't can we just stop that's all i'm saying I know you have a big in with all of your fan base, Lucas. I'm just asking (laughs) if you could try to put a stop to it. Make it happen. Use use your influence, Lucas. Come on. All All right. Eric, how you doing? And let us know what yours and Lucas's team name is going to be.
3: I'm terrible. Um, But outside of that, I'm fine. I'm just cleaning off my Stanley Cup that I've won recently. So (laughs) I dropped it. Crap. I dropped it. Um, Anyway, so... I Lucas told me he was a Royals fan and it's very upsetting. And then just introducing himself, he mentioned that he's starting to like the lightning, which is now just, uh, I don't even, uh, I think I'm going to tank this game pretty hard. Just... <laughs> anyway. Um, and not to mention too, like when I came on here, I was, I, I saw his name and I'm like, Oh, I'm playing with Lucas Giolito. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> Sorry. Luke, I was a very little disappointed when I came on Anyway, but since uh the White Sox made an awesome hiring, um, when they uh basically hired an old Royals coach, awesome, super excited. Um, but our team name today is uh Pedro Graalling off, because this is going to go awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, today should be fun. David, Scott, uh let us know how you guys are doing and what your
0: team name is. Yeah, I'll I'll take this since, since David has our, our team name. Um I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long day. I went to the aquarium today, which, like, I didn't really – I'm going to be honest with you. I had a surprisingly good time. I didn't really understand aquariums. I don't really understand paying for things that used to be free. Like, when I was a kid, we'd go to Walmart. We'd buy a fish for, like, 25 cents, and then we'd go home, put it in a fish tank, watch it swim for five minutes, and then it would die, and then we would move on with our lives. And now people drop, like, 60 bucks just to go see fish. like. In a building. So I don't really get that. I don't understand OnlyFans. Like, porn used to be free, and I have to pay for it. Uh, Paint and sips. Like, people used to paint at home. Now you got to pay to go and drink and paint. I don't really understand why we pay for things that should be free. But I had a surprisingly good time at the aquarium. There were some sharks. No one got attacked, unfortunately. But, you know, I, I made the best out of it. So I'm good. I'll just leave it at that.
4: All right. David? Still trying to get a picture of a young Scott Grimes going to pick up a shark at Walmart and taking it home. They called yes. it a shark fish. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. It was orange and had a fin. Ah, got it, got it. Well, I am good, uh, ready to play, as always. And uh, Scott and I will are often have to brave Josh's eye rolls because when we team up, we have to remind everybody that we are uh, share a birthday on August fifth and <sighs> like to always. <laughs> there's the sigh. Yes, I love it. And name our teams after famous other eight fivers. So tonight's team name in honor of winter and summer olympian lolo jones will be yolo jones so that's us tonight so we have a prezro Griffalling
1: off versus yolo jones all right well before we start any of this nonsense let's kick it over to dan for the rules
5: The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. Alright, let's get this game underway. Fed up with Dan's rule reading. Like he's just
3: so pompous in that one. Like he's like he's better than me. Well, he he
4: is. Maybe but... he is better than you, Eric.
3: But no, no. <laughs> you have a Stanley Cup. He does and, and a throwback trivia take on tournament wins. So where are you on true. that one, Dan? I, I'm I'm just decided that for the remainder of my time on this podcast. I will. I'm I'm 100 heal. So this all is all right. Oh, I mean, nice. you were kind of that anyway. But yeah, but not now, now you're I, just leaning into it. No, I'm embracing it now. Yeah, Before, right, I was good, kind of good. like this kind of unfortunate that it's fallen this way. But now I'm okay with it. All right.
4: The problem is that when the heels embrace themselves, that's when the fans start rooting for them.
3: All right, never mind. I hate this. This okay. is terrible.
4: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Okay. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game.
5: Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points.
1: Today's pre and post game will be the nickname edition. Note, if the second nickname typically starts with the, it will not be included in the answer. For example, if I asked what Hall of Fame dunk master who primarily played for the Atlanta Hawks is also the only four-time heavyweight boxing champion, the answer would be the Human Highlight Real Deal. Yes, And so it's all nicknames. All nicknames. Got it. Got it. All right. Question one. What flashy point guard who played college ball at Marshall in Florida is also a powerful dunker who shattered two NBA backboards in 1979? Had backboards in 79? Check in. Yolo Jones has checked in, um, so Pedro falling off. You guys can talk it out, and yes, they did have backboards in 1979. It's just peach baskets. All right, never mind. That was 1879.
0: Oh. No, they weren't playing in they weren't playing in Nigeria, Eric. <laughs> Why Nigeria? Why not? Cuz that's where they like that's where they had the peach baskets.
3: No,
4: I was in Philly. We had peach baskets. It was <laughs> Well, Philly Nigeria pretty similar <laughs> economics. <laughs> <laughs> the the similarity between Philly and Nigeria is they're both walking around right now with shirts that say Eagles Super Bowl champions. Oh, all
3: right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I that's it. I'm I'm out. <laughs> he's
3: pulling a Costanza here he's just going to leave that's right all right Lucas what do you got
2: Uh, not a whole lot here Here all right
3: cool (laughs) Um, I can't think of many point guards that went to Marshall neither can I who was a big dunker in the 70s
2: Dr. J maybe that's a nickname
3: okay so who would be the first guy Drawing a blank on this right away this is awesome
2: flashy point guard Is there like somebody named the past doctor? Something like that? Oh, that's an
3: incredible nickname. Not great with nicknames, so this is going to be, this whole round probably won't be great for me.
1: I I forgot that I didn't set a timer. I didn't think I was going to need one, but... uh, Well, you went old here. Probably need an answer soon, guys.
3: So, ah! Who's that guy that played for the Kings? What era?
0: Such a generic question.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of flashy point guards. And there was a dude that played with like Vladi Divas and all those dudes. Mike Bibby. No, no, white guy. White guy? White guy? Mike uh, Bibby. Uh, white, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh Jason Williams, what was his nickname?
2: Gosh, he could be the past doctor.
3: Oh my God. Oh my God. It's, 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 it's
0: white chocolate thunder.
4: Yes.
0: And YOLO Jones. We're already under protest. First yeah, question.
4: Backup truck for <laughs> sure. So. So, yes, it was Jason Williams' white chocolate because he, I think he went from Marshall to Florida because he followed Billy Donovan. That's what Scott and I were just talking about. Um, but yes, white chocolate thunder. And I was telling Scott, watch the I'm ready for the age jokes, but I remember watching one of the Daryl Dawkins breaking the backboard live when it happened. So, anyway, yeah, white chocolate thunder.
1: Both teams will be getting their points. One who got it right away, and the other, it took a little bit of time.
4: I was stuck,
3: I didn't even think. Like I should have just started thinking of flashy point guards and totally ignored the fact that they went to anywhere to college, and sure. I probably would have got there a little faster, sure. but anyway. Sure. So, yes,
1: it. so Jason Williams, a.k.a. White Chocolate, has White Boy tattooed across his knuckles, because of course he does, and Daryl Dawkins, a.k.a. Chocolate Thunder, appeared at WrestleMania two as a guest judge for a boxing match between Mr. T and Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's right. Moving on to question two. What two-time National League MVP from the Giants is also the boxer who became the youngest heavyweight world champion when he knocked out Trevor Burbick in 1986? And I'll start the timer this time. We can check in, Lucas. Okay. Pedro Grafaling off is checked in. Yolo Jones, I'm going to need an answer from you pretty quickly. The timer just went off.
4: We'll, we'll take a little bit of time, and then we'll... Yeah, exactly. So this is what we've got. The, the only guys I can think of that were two-time MVPs for the Giants were Carl Hubble, who was the meal ticket. So he was a great nickname, but I don't think it works for anything we've got. That's I a think terrific Louis, nickname. I, I think Willie Mays won exactly twice, and he was obviously the Say Hey Kid. I just... I really thought Mike Tyson knocked out Trevor Burbick. It sounds... Oh, he was Kid Dynamite. That was one of his nicknames besides Iron Mike. He so oh, said, well say, hey, kid, dynamite. That's got to be it. That's got to be it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I I was so caught up on Iron Mike that it was like, yes. Yeah. OK, we'll check in with say the say, hey, kid, dynamite. OK. And Yolo Jones, what did you guys have?
3: I would just like to point out that they protested our first answer. However, the timer never went off for us. <laughs> Their timer went off. We protested because the timer was never set. That's not my fault. I was given the time allotted. You guys went well. You guys went past the timer. I'm just saying. Anyways, we said, uh, "Say hey, kid, dynamite."
1: Both teams will be getting their points. The correct answer is the "Say hey, kid, dynamite." Willie Mays, aka the "Say hey, kid," won his first MVP in 1954 while playing for the New York Giants, and his second MVP in 1965 while playing for the San Francisco Giants. So you notice, I just said the Giants. I didn't give a location because he won them in two different cities. And Mike Tyson, aka Kid Dynamite, from early in his career, hosts the podcast Hotboxing with Mike Tyson. Oh,
3: I thought you were going to stop after. Never mind. If it was called Hotbox, it'd be a completely different
1: podcast. I, I mean, I I I think it might have kind of a a dual nature to its uh... oh innuendos but maybe not the in the end of here going with is he has he fallen off far enough for where we can get him on here no not yet i don't know he's got his own podcast where he gets like real famous
0: people on it so probably not oh uh, he's never gonna fall off son of him a... we can't even afford him on cameo no
1: <laughs> okay moving on to question three what three-point specialist with the worst shooting form ever is also the Astros Collective that includes two Hall of Famers. And hopefully you guys are not struggling with who the first person is, because I have talked about this guy a lot and his terrible shooting form.
0: Oh, I know exactly who it is.
1: <laughs> all right. We're checked in. Hey, Yolo Jones has checked in. So Pedro falling off, you guys can talk it out. How much time do we have? I don't want you to take all the time. So oh, I'll let you know oh. when it gets
0: close, if it gets okay. that way. He never. He didn't set the time. No, I
1: started had. it. I'm starting it for every <laughs> question now.
3: Sorry. Anyway, Lucas. Yes, sir. Reggie Miller's the first guy, right? He does have a terrible form. Three point specialist. Makes is it sense. that bad? It is pretty bad. It's when I was a kid, I used to try to shoot like that, and I could not fathom how that was a thing. Like the way he's the the rotation of the ball, it was just it's 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 messed up. It
1: was a sideways rotation. Yeah.
3: It... It's it's (laughs) didn't make sense anyway. So he's, I mean, it's either Miller Time, Nick Killer, or yeah, I think he had like something else. But I think Nick Killer works because if it's Astros Collective, then it was uh um the Killer Bees. So it was what uh Berkman, Biggio, Bagwell. Right. Okay. Okay. So that would that would make sense.
2: Sure. That's gotta be it. Yeah. Good with it. Yes, sir.
3: All right, um, so we're gonna talk this out for another six to eight minutes and then we'll (laughs) check in with uh Killer or Nick Killer Bees. Hey
1: and Yellow Jones, what did you guys have?
0: Yeah, we we were on the same path. Uh David quickly realized the collective had to be the killer bees, which I think was originally Bagwell Biggio and Derek Bell before uh, before Berkman got there. Um, and then, yeah, Nick Killer just made sense. So I, I immediately knew Josh was referencing Reggie Miller because he is, uh, <laughs> he's said that many times. So definitely knew who he was referring to. So we also checked in with Nick Killer Bees.
1: Both teams will be getting their points. The correct answer is Nick Killer Bees. Um, you know what? It worked for him. I, it worked really well for him. Definitely I don't know how well it worked fun. for him. Shooting with a sideways rotation, but hey, more power to him. So yeah, Reggie Miller, a.k.a. the Nick Killer, held the record for most career three-point field goals made when he retired. He is currently fourth on the list behind Steph Curry, Ray Allen, and James Harden. Starting in 1996, the Killer Bees originally included Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio, Sean Barry, and Derek Bell. And Lance Berkman joined the Killer Bees in 1999 after Barry and Bell left the team. Moving on to the fourth and final question. So be glad, Eric. What nine-time NBA champion, one as a player and eight as an executive, is also the boxer who won the lightweight gold medal at the 1992 Barcelona Olympics?
4: I like it. We can check in.
1: Hey, Yolo Jones has checked in. So Pedro Grafali off, you guys can talk it out.
3: Boxer, I'm pretty sure is Oscar de la Hoya. So his nickname is the Golden Boy. So it would be Golden. Okay. Or Gold. I'm not big with executives. So I. Ugh. So it's got to be a,
2: I mean, a Celtics or a Lakers executive, I'm assuming. to have eight as an executive. Gold. Something gold.
3: You're on a blank.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything neat
1: need some sort of answer from you guys.
3: Yeah, we need another 5.
2: Can we <laughs>
1: can we borrow from pre, uh future questions? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no you can't. And uh I don't know. I haven't even heard you say anything that would lead me to think you're getting close to the answer. So,
3: oh, but what about before? I didn't say anything. I asked him about Kings players. Now, as soon Hold as on. you said Kings players,
1: <laughs> I knew that you were oh. stepping. You were getting on so, it. So
3: what you're so 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 what you're telling me is that it's not a Nick or a Laker or a. No, Celtic? I'm not
1: saying that. What I'm saying is he said that, and no other information has come out since for me to go. Oh, you you're on your way to getting it.
4: Maybe I am. It, it's hard to talk it out when you're busy backing up the dump truck.
1: So I, I need an answer, guys. All right. Um,
4: I got nothing. I have.
3: I got. We're just gonna. I got less than nothing. All
1: right. All right. So, all right. So moving on to Yolo Jones. What did you guys have for an answer?
4: So I think the executive in question is Jerry West, and the only title that he won was with the record-breaking lakers in the early 70s so i think this would be the low golden boy
1: one team will be getting points the correct answer is the low golden boy jerry west aka the logo was drafted by the minneapolis lakers in 1960 but played his entire career in los angeles they moved after the draft And then Oscar De La Hoya, a.k.a. The Golden Boy, won 11 world titles in six weight classes, including the Lineal Championship in three weight classes. So after the first quarter, we have the following score. Uh, Pedro off has 75, and Yolo Jones has 100. Today's second quarter will be Lucky 7.
5: Lucky seven. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. (laughs)
1: Ah, see gotta mix things up a little bit on you guys
0: yeah david it's not i can't mouth with josh the missing link like i can with you (laughs) every time you announce your quarter style all right Mm
1: -hmm. so the three lists for today's uh lucky seven are list number one the seven Kansas city chiefs with the most yards from scrimmage for the 2022 season list. Number two, the last seven unique Kansas Jayhawks to win an NBA championship and list number three, the seven Kansas city Royals with the most hits from the 2022 season.
0: (laughs) They're on some bones. Lucas's way. Yeah, I'm protesting again. He's not new.
1: Hey, guess what? It's an entire human body. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I wrote the first game for him. I'm writing the second one. And guess what? I like giving our guests wheelhouse questions, so suck it.
0: I'm a guest, <laughs> technically.
1: Just because we don't see as often as we used to doesn't make you a
0: guest. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. My strategy is not working.
1: All right, so, uh, Pedro falling off, you guys will get to pick the first lists to go after. What are you thinking?
2: i uh, probably try the um, Chiefs one
3: first. Okay, if that's what you want to do first. So we need seven. Um, So we'll text back and forth. We won't talk yep. this out. All right. All right,
1: so you guys are going for the seven Kansas City Chiefs with the most yards from scrimmage from the 2022 season. All right, so I th- I think we're good to check in then. Okay, Pedro Garfaldi off. has checked in with their list for the seven Kansas City Chiefs with the most yards from scrimmage for the 2022 season, so start naming them off, and I'll let you know if they're on the list. Lucas, go with our top four, and then we'll, we'll go from there.
2: Uh, Travis Kelsey.
1: No surprise, Travis Kelsey is number one. He had 1,343 yards on 112 touches.
2: Uh, Isaiah Pacheco.
1: Isaiah Pacheco, number 2, 960 yards on 183 touches. Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster is number 3, 933 yards on 78 touches.
2: Jarek McKinnon.
1: Jarek McKinnon is number 4, 803 yards on 128 touches.
3: So I think we go... I mean, it's, a, it's the one I'm probably most confident about, at least being in the top seven, because the other ones I feel like are kind of a roll of the dice um,
1: because of injuries and whatnot. But we're going to go
3: Patrick Mahomes.
1: Patrick Mahomes is number seven on the list. 364 yards on 62 touches.
3: Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh,
2: Marcos Valdez can't lead.
1: Marquez feldez Cantling is number five, 684 yards on 43 oh. touches. All right,
3: then we'll just uh, finish it with uh, a fantasy bust for what, like the
1: third, fourth straight season, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is number six on the list, 453 yards on 88 touches. So you guys successfully completed the whole list. Um. After that, we have number eight was Mecole Hardman, who had 328 yards, followed by Justin Watson with 315 yards. And rounding out the top 10 is Noah Gray with 300 yards. Well done, Pedro falling off. So now, uh, Yolo Jones, which of the other two lists would you guys like to tackle?
0: We're going to take uh, Unique. Kansas players NBA championships.
1: Okay, so then yeah, take some time here. Unless do you guys have your list, or do you need a little more time?
4: Need a little more time.
1: Okay, David needs more time to make sure he works the the numbers properly to get the third list because that's that's (laughs) what David do.
4: David David is not doing that. (laughs) I even I got to be honest with you. I don't
0: know if I can name seven players on the Royals last season, so I I don't want that. Okay. We're gonna check in. Okay, YOLO Jones
1: has checked in with their list for the last seven unique Kansas Jayhawks to win an NBA championship. So go ahead and start listing them off.
4: Yeah, let's go back and forth you if you want to start. This was sure. Yeah, it was very much team effort here. So I'll start with Wiggins. Most recent Andrew Wiggins
1: in twenty twenty two with the Golden State Warriors.
0: Next up, we're going to go Morris.
1: I'm going to need you to be more specific. All
4: right then then, then we then we'll pull the we'll pull the um, if you, we'll if, pull, you wanna, if you want to if
1: you want to save that one yes. for later, but yes. I will need it to yes. be more specific. Than that's that. fine.
4: That's fine. We'll we'll think about that. But Got in it. the meantime, because that's right. exactly are, what are, we were debating. Go ahead. It,
0: okay. Our next our number two then will be uh, Mario Chalmers.
1: Mario Chalmers is the fifth most recent. Uh, winning in 2013 and 2012 with the Miami Heat. Let's go Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is the sixth most recent. Winning in 2008 with the Boston Celtics. Yeah, We're going to say Brandon Rush. Brandon Rush is the fourth uh,
0: most recent. Winning in 2015 with the Golden State Warriors. All right, David. So now, well, now it's do we go with our... Are ones that we're not so sure about,
4: or do we go back to Morris? Well, let me let me make the coin what, flip. Since you told us anyway, and I wasn't paying attention, what number was Pierce? Did you say Pierce this was sixth? Six. Okay, then I think we go with
0: with. Um, we have to go with the one that might have been on the same
1: team.
4: Yes, as we, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're g- we're gonna go <laughs> yeah. with
0: Pollard.
1: Tied for sixth in the seventh spot is Scott Pollard, who in 2008 was a member of the Boston Celtics.
4: I think you should go for the non-ambiguous one. I really do. I mean, at this point,
0: no, 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 I don't no, know no. which I meant, one
4: I feel better about? I, but, but that the one, the one that's last on our list is yeah. I, I actually feel better on than I do flipping a coin. I feel better than. No, I, I, I agree. Okay, then, then, then All take right. that last one. All right, we're gonna go with
0: uh, current NBA head coach uh, Jacques Vaughn.
1: Jacques Vaughn is the eighth most recent
4: <gasps> oh crap winning so in two thousand
0: seven with the Spurs, so we missed someone. we did miss someone shoot So there are and two. it sucks because they get to take a guess on their mark. yeah there right. are
1: there are two uh remaining uh Jayhawks oh. on this list. Who could that be and just to kind of recap, it's the second and third most recent. Kansas Kansas Jayhawks to win.
0: And you guys can so, talk this out, Lucas. So, okay. we, no, know no, it's no, a, no. we know
3: it's a Morris. Yeah. So, let's think about okay. teams, I guess. I'm going to say it's going to be Markeith Morris because he won it in the bubble. That's right. Yeah. You want to go with that?
2: Yeah.
1: All right. We're going to go with – uh. Marquise Morris, second most recent Marquise Morris in 2020 on the Los Angeles Lakers in the bubble. There's one more player on the list.
2: Okay, so who is third? Did you catch that? Uh,
1: third is what six. you're looking for. Who
2: uh, is fourth? I'm sorry.
1: Fourth was Brandon Rush in 2015 with the Golden State Warriors. So 11,
3: it was 2016, 16, 16 was Cleveland. Uh, yeah. It was on Cleveland. From it's going to be Cleveland.
2: Because LeBron, up to that point, had never not won an NBA championship without a Jayhawk on his team. Actually, all of his championships have had Jayhawks. So
3: that would have been at the top one. He's a big, big uh goofy Russian center dude. Sasha Khan. There it is. That's him. He went to Kansas,
1: right? He was on Cleveland. That's who you're going with?
2: Yeah. That's it.
1: Third on the list, Sasha Khan with twenty in the twenty sixteen Cleveland Cavaliers. I didn't I wasn't sure that was going to be somebody that People were going to be able to pull, but
0: uh, I, I I forgot it really. existed. To be honest with you, until uh, David brought I, him up, he, just now. I
1: think he might have only been on the team in the league for maybe one year. Like, he oh was yeah, not, yeah, he wasn't there for long, um, but he was guy. on the roster guy. and got a championship. So
4: damn it!
1: Uh, so we mentioned Jacques Vaughn being eighth on the list. After that, uh, you have to go back to two thousand six with the Heat, Wayne Simeon. And then before that, you have to go back to 1976 and 1974 with the Boston Celtics, Jojo White.
0: Wow. Wow. So there was
1: uh, 30 years where a Kansas Jayhawk never won an
0: NBA championship. Sorry, Roof of France.
1: All right. Well, that brings us to list number three. Just let me just double check. Um Should be theirs. It is theirs, so because how is it ours? Because they you guys only got you guys got fifty, oh. they got ninety out of the two lists.
4: So I they promise, have no passed you. I promise I didn't do that on purpose. No no.
1: I I, I believe you because sure. I believe Scott when he doesn't think he can name seven Royals I have one. I have one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh YOLO Jones, you guys can come up with a list of some names <laughs> for the uh Kansas City Royals with the most hits from the 2022 season.
4: Seven Royals. So if that's probably anybody that had more than like 32 hits on the Royals. Is I, uh, Yeah. So, this, like- so here, here's a guy for sure.
1: Disrespect.
4: Yeah. We're checked in. Yeah. Hey, Yolo Jones has
1: checked in with their list of the seven Kansas City Royals with the most hits from the 2022 season. Start your list, gentlemen. So
4: we'll start with
1: Walling favorite, Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt, number one, with 150 hits, well more than 32. (laughs)
4: Uh, I'll take the next one. I'll let Scott Go go after that. So next one after that is former Red Sox Benintendi.
1: Andrew Benintendi is third on the list with 111 hits. Once again... Quite a few more than
4: 32.
1: <laughs> I'll probably let that go now.
0: <laughs> All right, we're going to say MJ Melendez.
1: MJ Melendez is sixth on the list with 100.
0: Okay, next up we'll say Nikki Lopez.
1: Picking off the bottom of the list, Nikki Lopez is seventh with 99 hits.
4: Wait, Scott, you didn't go in order. You missed our number four, but that's okay. I mean, we got away with it, but... Did you Yeah, yeah, I'm in same now.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Uh Sal Perez.
1: Number 2 on the list, Salvador Perez with 113
0: hits. So we're missing number 4 and 5. Correct. Right. We don't feel good about these guys. No, anymore.
4: I don't either. I don't either.
0: <laughs> I'd still throw him the list the way, we, the way we got it though. Yeah, I mean, I think we have to. Um don't feel strong about this at all, but we're going to say uh Hunter Dozier
1: Hunter Dozier is number four on the list with 109 hits.
0: And we don't have anyone else. And let's just, and uh, he's not going to be on this list, but it's the name we had. It's the the gentleman that got traded to Toronto mid-season, but it's all we have left. So we're going to say Whit Merrifield.
1: Whit Merrifield is number eight on the list with (laughs) 92 hits. (laughs) Not far Mm -hmm. off. Yeah. So not far off. So there is one name left on the list, number five. Uh, so uh, Pedro, you're falling off. It's up to you guys. Lucas, huh?
3: it's the only name we have left. So,
2: yeah, I got two on our list that I thought I didn't hear, but I guess there's only one left. Huh?
1: Well, make discuss with Eric then quick if you think you had two there.
2: Yeah. Is it, it MIT, Did they say MIT yet?
3: who michael a taylor
1: no they didn't
3: oh no yeah they didn't say him no that's the one we yeah that's That's the only one i had left that we talked about okay
4: did he just call him michael and taylor
2: no (laughs) michael a taylor oh okay (laughs) (laughs) is that who you're
1: checking in with i
2: think so. i think that's gotta be it yeah that's it
1: number five on the list Michael A, not Michael Ann, Taylor with 105. All right. That's Are you positive league that league. it's not Ann? <laughs> so, hey, well done. All three lists were fully completed by the two teams. Uh, one solo and two with some help.
0: Dude, that was rough. Went Merrifield to eighth <laughs> half the season. but I was like, Vinny, Vinny Pasquotano might be out he came up Almost all seven had
1: triple-digit hits. David, in your disrespect, saying 32. (laughs) By the way, uh, number nine was Vinny Pasquantino, something like that, with 76 hits. And number 10 was Kyle Isbell with 54 hits. Hmm.
4: That's not that many more than 32. (laughs)
1: Not really. Not really. It gets really low after 10. I, I didn't go. I didn't write the list down, but it does get it gets down to 32 in well, thirty
5: two and
0: a hurry. Well, the fact that a guy that got traded was eighth, and Pasquitano came up what mid August, maybe. Yeah, and he's he's okay. on the list. Like,
1: <laughs> all right. So after the second quarter, we have the following scores: Pedro falling off is at one seventy five, and Yolo Jones is at two ten, and that brings us to halftime.
5: It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points.
1: Today's Halftime Show is number one box office films over Super Bowl weekends. I will give you the number of the Super Bowl and the top three billed actors. You must name the movie. (laughs) The movies do not need to be sports movies. I don't think this will be super difficult, but I thought that about some of my pre and post games. But here we go. Question one: Super Bowl thirty one, Tom Cruise, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Renee Zellweger. Check in. Yolo Jones has checked in. Um, Pedro, falling off. You guys can talk it out or just give me the answer.
3: Is this homeward bound? I don't I don't know what Oh, great movie. I prefer the second one, but Which which Air Bud is this? <laughs> no, it's it's right, Jerry Maguire? You good? Yep. All right. We're going Jerry Maguire for two hundred points.
1: Unfortunately not. No. But uh, uh show him the money. Yellow, Yellow Jones, what do you guys have?
4: Jerry Maguire. Yeah,
1: both teams get their points. Correct answer is Jerry Maguire. Over the weekend of January 26, 1997, Jerry Maguire grossed
0: $5,518,727. You had David at hello with that question. He checked (laughs) in so quickly.
1: (laughs) All right, question two. Super Bowl thirty five. Jennifer Lopez, Matthew McConaughey, and Bridget Wilson-Sampras. Checked in. (laughs) I had Scott at hello. You
0: did. Um, Yeah, yeah, J-Lo, not hello. (laughs) J-Lo.
1: J-Lo. Yolo Jones has checked in. Pedro falling off. You guys can talk it out. What Super Bowl was this? Super Bowl 35.
3: 2001? Yeah know anybody in those movies? I don't know. They got that pretty quick. It's Scott. It's probably a, it's a rom-com. He's cheesing over there, too. <laughs> it's there a Taylor movie.
0: Movies. Of course, it's a rom-com. <laughs> no,
3: it, it's, it's trash is Not what a, it is.
0: Sometimes those things are mutually exclusive. Okay?
3: Rom-com. I hate that those are even put together. It's, they're never funny.
4: Well, I guess this one had a sports when adjacent Har- actress. When Harry Met Sally wasn't funny to you?
3: Yeah.
1: It's not all right,
4: Princess Bride.
3: That's
1: not around. Should have called time. her not Harry, Harry
3: not Sally. Uh, what's that stupid movie?
2: Uh, is it? Is it the one where McConaughey's got the glasses on and a goofy <laughs> haircut?
3: That's a, So you've named every Matthew McConaughey
4: movie. Go. That's right. All right, let's keep this going. Is that the one where Matthew? Is that the one where Matthew McConaughey plays for the Kings? I was saying, it's, yeah. <laughs> is it,
3: uh, crap. Um no, the only <laughs> one I can think of, the one he's in with uh who's that blonde lady
4: with the boobs.
1: God. Oh, that's <laughs> who's that King's in. player. I, I, I think I know who you're talking about, but I don't know if she has that much boobs. Not that and I'm not I'm, some I mean, she has boobs, yes. <laughs> yes, all right. Some Yeah, that probably uh, is not uh, this one, right? Because her name wasn't in the list. Is, is this
0: Geely? I mean, Bridget Wilson Sampras is blonde and has boobs, so her like
1: that is true. That is true.
0: All right. Oh crap!
2: I can see the cover of the movie because it pops up on my. Like, All right, who's on? Who's on it? That. What's that?
3: Who's on the cover?
2: Uh,
0: McConaughey and J Lo. <laughs> is, is McConaughey well, wearing glasses and a goofy haircut? On yes. The cover? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the only as I say, two thousand one, I was. It's... Employed at Blockbuster Video. You really should have oh, this, then.
1: You should really know this, then. It's something to do with, like,
2: maybe like a wedding.
3: or uh, The wedding it's... planner. Got yes. it. Yes. There it is. Nailed it. I was going to say blow, but I guess not. All right, let's move on. We're going to go with a wedding planner.
1: And Yolo Jones. Uh,
0: yeah, We're just off, it's, off it's, the rails. It's the wedding planner.
1: Uh, yes the correct answer both teams will be getting points is the wedding planner over the weekend of january 28th 2001 the wedding planner grossed 13 million five hundred and ten thousand two hundred ninety three dollars and eric i think you were thinking of kate hudson in, lose a guy. Lose a guy uh, in 10
0: days or uh sarah jessica parker and fool's gold i wasn't uh, sure which one he was, was or i'm sorry no failure to launch sorry that's failure to launch yeah with Terry Bradshaw? <sighs> <Is> These are movies? <laughs> These are movies where McConaughey has glasses on and then... <laughs> All right.
4: Okay.
1: Moving on to question three. Super Bowl 43. Liam Neeson, Maggie Grace, and Famke Jansen.
2: All right, we'll check in.
1: Yay, Pedro Grafalling Off has checked in. Yolo Jones, you guys can talk it out.
0: Well, I asked what year because I think I think this is the first taken, right? Because there's what two or three of them. There's eight. I mean, at this point, there probably is. <laughs> they took his dog at the end. The last I was five. gonna say the, the last the last five are you know straight to DVD like straight to streaming. It's, no oh, it's not William Nielsen anymore. Yeah, yes. it's, <laughs> it's like the, just some random guy with a no. Scary it's, voice.
3: it's it's Brigitte Nielsen now. She's she's now. <laughs>
4: Well, you Scott,
0: watch that. Unfortunately,
4: I don't know, Scott. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but no, it's uh, it's it's got to be Taken. I agree.
0: Yeah, I believe it's the first one, so I don't think I have to worry about a or anything. So we're we're gonna check in with Taken. Okay, and
1: Pedroger falling off. What did you guys have? Taken. Both well, teams are getting be getting points. Correct answer is Taken. Over the weekend of February first, two thousand nine, Taken grossed twenty four million. $717,037. So I gave you a sports movie, a rom-com, and an action film. So, yeah, nice well-rounded
0: movie round. Maggie Grace, too, a blonde with boobs. <laughs> Interesting. Ah,
1: Alright, <laughs> after halftime, we have scores. of um, Pedro Oger falling off with 250 and Yolo Jones with 285.
5: Okay, now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. So Lucas, if you've noticed, you
1: have not had a repeat quarter style because the last time I think it was sporting haikus, missing link and five on three, maybe I can't remember anyway, but the point is I've given you another unique quarter style. So today's third quarter will be flop turn and river.
5: Flop, turn, and river. For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue... Went we'll check it <laughs> yeah I'm sure
1: oh, you well, will that's <laughs> impressive okay Yolo Jones is checked in or, I mean Pedro Pedro Garfoglio Nope. Is checked no. in.
0: they're what? checked
1: in <laughs> what is going on here <laughs> no, nobody's checked in All it's right, clearly, clearly David checking in hey question one who am I Clue number one, I was a top five pick in the NFL and AFL drafts in 1965. Clue number two, I hold the record for most touchdowns in a rookie season with 22. Clue number three, I was named comeback player of the year in
0: 1969. Nice. You don't even have to consult me, David. Just this is all you. You watched it live. It's fine. I think he was at that draft.
4: I'm sure he was. He <laughs> was born in '69. Maybe I had a maybe That's... I had a I had a womb with a view.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs>
4: no! Sorry, the
0: weird old joke. I like that, actually, actually. An I don't probably. think we want to talk about your mother that way. You
1: can, I guess, but we're not going to talk about your mother. Right. No one
0: else can call my mom Meatloaf, but I'll do it all the time. (laughs) All right.
1: We're going to check in. Oh, Okay. Pedro Ogre falling off is checked in. Yolo Jones, you guys can, uh, well, I guess you can talk it out. Yeah, you can talk it out because they're checked in. Uh, So you guys can talk it out, decide if you're going to check in or if you would like another clue.
4: So several I don't know, probably a year ago, I I had a whole round about players that were drafted back-to-back that went onto the Hall of Fame. And I believe the uh-huh. 65 draft was one of them because Dick Butkus and Gale Sayers were drafted actually back-to-back both by the Bears. Um, And I think Gale Sayers was drafted fifth. This would have been around the same time. He could have easily been also drafted in the AFL.
3: Yeah. And
4: he would be the kind of guy that would come out and set a rushing record. I think given that they checked in I don't even know who else is around that age. I feel like it's got to be Gale Sayers. I I don't know why yeah, he. I, been... uh, I agree. Yeah. Okay. I don't. The only thing I don't remember is the comeback player of the year piece. I don't. I don't. That's not a list that I've really sort of processed yeah. yet. Well, I
0: mean, you know, maybe got hurt or you know some. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a notable enough name where it's yeah. someone you could get after three clues.
4: Oh, and he did go to Kansas. Oh, just for the record. Is. Okay, we'll check there. in with Gale Sayers.
1: Hey, okay. and YOLO or sorry, and Pedro Ogre falling off. What did you guys have?
2: David got my poker face on that one when he said, Oh, he did go to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had Gail Sayers too. Uh he pulled it, I confirmed it, we're rolling with it.
1: Alright, well let's hear the other clues and see if you guys are correct. Clue number four, in 1977, I was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and am the youngest inductee in its history. And clue number five, I, along with Brian Piccolo, were immortalized in the made-for-TV movie Brian's Song. Correct answer is Gail Sayers. Uh, Sayers is also tied with Ernie Nevers and Alvin Kamara for the most all-purpose touchdowns in a single game with six. Sorry, Dan, if you're listening to this. The Kamara one happened against the Vikings. Moving on to question two. Who am I? Clue number one. I am a two-time Olympic gold medalist. Clue number two. I competed in both the 2000 and 2004 Summer Olympics. Clue number three. I was
4: not a swimmer. I guess my feeling is this is not one that I'll feel bad if we miss. So maybe we should go for it. Right,
0: because of the logic. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I
4: think we should. Okay, no guts no glory. All right, we're going to check in. Yolo Jones
1: has checked in. Pedro you're falling off. You guys can talk it out. Give me an answer or take another clue.
2: I mean, there's got to be plenty of people that meet this criteria, right?
1: That's
3: that's what's holding me up.
2: Yeah. So did we win basketball in 2004
1: USA? So I'm just going to let you know that there aren't a bunch who qualify with this. When I give you the clarifier that it's a U.S. person, there's only one who fits all three of this criteria. Wow.
2: Okay. Well, that takes that out of the equation then. Yeah. That
0: somehow actually makes it harder.
3: you think it's a team sport or you think it's individual? Uh, it's,
2: it, I would think individual.
1: So I'm going to either need an answer or you need to take another clue.
3: Let's go with Michael Phelps. I feel like he doesn't have that many. What's that? Uh, no, I'm
1: kidding.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, but please okay. check that in.
1: Oh, I mean, that, that, was, that would violate two of the... Actually, all three. I know. Please,
0: all three, three
1: check criteria that in. wouldn't work Since
2: there's it. only one that meets that criteria, it's probably not a team sport because odds of not having two people on both those teams would be very unlikely, right? So right. it's probably individual.
3: So 2000 was Sydney, 2004 was... Athens. Uh, yes. Is that right? yeah. Hey
1: guys, I either need an answer or you take another clue.
3: I guess we got to take another one.
1: Clue number four. I was a contestant on season seven of Dancing with the Stars in 2008.
2: Why can't you say Survivor?
1: Because it wasn't the show he was on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a heat because, oh, it, no. because
0: the answer is not Jeff Kent. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I just gave you more answers. Sure. All right. Also under protest. Yeah, it's all right. You guys possibly are getting more points, so shut up. Did, did, did the he change your answer?
4: It didn't yeah. have an answer.
0: <laughs> no, you guys.
4: No, it did not. Oh, okay,
0: good. Yes. So no. then, then shut it. Wait, that was a man?
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, it's Maurice Green. Makes sense. 2000, 2004. That's him.
1: Okay.
3: We're gonna check in with Maurice Green.
1: Hey, and Yolo Jones, what did you guys
4: have? We also had Maurice Green. Tell them why. No, no, I'm not gonna tell them why. Okay. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold that back.
1: Well, maybe I'll tell them why because I, think oh, okay. I know what I think oh. I know what you're going for there. Okay. All right. Uh, but maybe I won't. Uh, both teams are correct, and we'll be getting their uh, allotted points. It is Murray Screen, Neil Walker, and Lindsey Benko were also two-time gold medalists who competed in the 2000 and 2000 Olympics for the U.S., but both were swimmers.
5: Mm. So what now
1: did, there could I be did... ones who won more than two. I said he's a two-time. I said they were a two-time Olympic gold medalist. Yeah.
4: Josh, did you ever read our, your fifth clue? I, and I, I was
1: asleep. Oh, no, I didn't read the fifth clue. The fifth okay, clue okay. is, I was the fastest man alive holding the world record in the 100 meter from 1999 to 2005. Okay. So I didn't miss it. Okay. All right. Moving on to question three. Our last question in Flop, Turn, and River. Another, who am I? Clue number one. I played on the varsity basketball and baseball teams for my home state's university. Clue number two, I was a member of the 1952 NCAA basketball championship team. Clue number three, I was a head coach for only one university. We'll check in. Yolo Jones has checked in. So Pedro falling off. You guys can talk it out. Let me know if you have an answer or if you need another clue. Got to be Dean Smith, right?
2: That's exactly what I was just typing. Um, And I also think, um, I I was thinking of Rupp, the uh, the KD guy too, but I I don't know anything about him other than the uh, arena being named after
3: him in Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, he said, hold on. Read that. I think it's head got coach head coach for only one university that's dean yeah smith. that's good i of know big he's big in this he was assistants other places but head coach only at north carolina so yeah let's go with it
2: dean smith
1: okay and yolo jones what did you guys have for an answer
4: yeah it should have been an immediate tip-off when i saw 1952 NCA basketball championship because that was mm-hmm. kansas and this is you dean were there smith. And I was, this is absolutely, absolutely (laughs) positively Dean Smith. Well, let's check clues four and five and see if you are absolutely
1: correct. (laughs) Clue number four, my overall record as a coach was 879 and 254. That's a 776 winning percentage. And clue number five, the arena in Chapel Hill, North Carolina is named after me. Both teams are getting their points. Correct answer is Dean Smith. In 2006, Smith was recognized for his impact on college basketball as a member of the founding class of the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame, along with Oscar Robertson, Bill Russell, John Wooden, and Dr. James Naismith. Now, I don't know if you guys uh, picked up, I'm guessing David did. All three of these individuals were born in Kansas and attended the University of Kansas. So, yes, uh, Dean Smith was on the team. Uh, He did not play very much. Uh, He was a much much better coach than he was a college player. He was a pretty talented high school
0: player, apparently. Probably could have been a hell of a baseball player, too, for all we know.
1: Uh, Well, he was. I mean, he played on the college baseball
0: team. He did
1: play on the freshman football team, but uh, he did not continue playing after that
0: in football. Did he also play lacrosse, by chance?
1: I don't think so. Nope. I think it was just the, <laughs> he was a three sport athlete and then he decided to narrow it down to two for the rest of his uh, collegiate career. Cause you know, geez. I didn't realize he was that, I didn't realize he was that much of an athlete to be honest with until I was researching him.
4: He's, he was actually a better, even better person than he was as a coach. I mean, he's just, he, he, you should read about that side of him. He's incredible. But anyway, I'll shut up about that.
1: After the third quarter, uh, we have the following scores: Pedroger falling off is at 380, and Yolo Jones is at 435. And that brings us to the fourth quarter.
5: The fourth quarter, known as "Put Your Fours Up." This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
1: The categories for today are as follows. Question one, nickname, in reference to the NFL. Question two, L-Train, in reference to basketball. Question three, he hate me, in reference to the NFL. And question four: the logo in reference to Major League Baseball. It is now team for the team it is now time <laughs> for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of nickname. Packers defensive tackle BJ Raji was given what nickname after he was used as an additional fullback in their goal line offense during the 2011 postseason? It was an homage to an homage to William Perry. We can check in. Pedro Grafalling off has checked in Yolo Jones.
4: You guys can talk it out. Well, William Perry was the fridge. Didn't they call Raji the freezer? I know Nate Newton was the kitchen. Um, so a free makes sense
0: too, right? Because Lambo, I'm oh. just like I'm. I'm like Josh has the Packers question. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to get over that.
4: Yeah, that's a good point. So, oh, did BJ Raji go to Kansas by chance? I forgot where he went to school.
0: <laughs> he did not go to Kansas. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> the whole game has not had Kansas. <laughs> I right, Kansas. know. I'm just right. sure. actually. Wait, uh, I yeah, he went um... to Boston College. Now that I think about it, I don't know. What yeah, I'm he saying. did go to BC. Um, he did. yeah, uh, I'm good with the free throw though. Yeah. Okay, we'll check in with the freezer. For a hundred points. For a hundred points, thank you, thank
1: you. And Pedro, following off your answer and wager. Yeah, we went with the freezer for a hundred. Both teams are getting their points. The correct answer is the freezer. In the fourth quarter of the NFC Championship game, Raji intercepted a pass from Bears backup quarterback Caleb Haney and returned it 18 yards to the end zone, breaking the refrigerator's NFL record for the heaviest player to score a postseason touchdown.
3: Oh, the Packers got to play the the
0: the Bears with Caleb Haney in the playoffs. I was a big Caleb Payne guy, and then he threw that pick, and I was like, well, there he goes.
4: Yeah. But yep. Raji never scored in the Super Bowl, right? Because I think Fridge still has the record for the heaviest I, guy in the win. In the I, Super correct, correct. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: Would, would Leon Lett have passed him? <laughs> oh, big oh, was
4: Leon Lett? Um, he, was he, a big, he
1: was a big dude.
3: He, he, wasn't Lett, big 20. 20.
4: he was certainly taller than the Fridge, but my God, the Fridge was an... When he was shorter, the fridge, and the fridge was only
1: three hundred and twenty. Which I mean, I, back then
4: that was huge. I nowadays think... he'd be a a light. Defense. No, he'd be, but... have to be a three technique, not <laughs> no, 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 no I, tackle. I, I think you're right. Except, go back and look at the the clips of the fridge. There's no way that dude was three twenty. <laughs> Actually, his, waist, I think he his was. waistline I think was three twenty.
3: <laughs> Listen, I just I just looked up Leon Lett. There's no way this dude was two ninety. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: So this is
1: this is their reported <laughs> weights. Yeah. Okay, so then maybe the fridge was bigger than three twenty. Although, I mean, the fridge was so much bigger than everyone else, but no I don't even know if there were three hundred pounders on offensive lines yeah, in yeah, no, the I... mid eighties. Like those Leon guys Let's... were like two seventy five. Yeah.
3: Leon Lent, 6'6", six six two ninety. That was not six six two ninety running down the field. That, that was no, no. Yeah it was
1: all it was all in his ass. Uh, All right, uh, let's move on to question two. Uh, both teams gained a hundred points. Different didn't difference didn't change, so we don't need to cover that. Okay, in the cat question two in the category of L train. In his seven seasons while playing for the Sacramento Kings, Lionel Simmons never finished with a record above five hundred. On the other hand, Simmons was definitely on the W train while playing for what Metro Atlantic
4: Athletic Conference, the MAAC school. Um, No, 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 no. We we can, we can, we can check in. I got, I got this. I got this. I remember this. What
0: Kings? What Kings player? Oh wait, sorry. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going back to the Jason Williams thing. Oh, (laughs) I wasn't expecting the Kings to come up again, so I had to. Well, you know. Oh yeah, you're good though, David.
4: We can check in.
1: All right. Uh, Yolo Jones has checked in. Pedro, you're falling off. You guys can talk it out. Or sit there and stare blankly at the screen. (laughs) Let's go with the latter.
3: He was... uh... Oh, jeez. He's from South Philly.
1: In South Philadelphia, born and raised.
3: He was. I'm guessing on the
1: playground is where he spent Um, most of his days. No.
3: No, he was. uh, No, he went to. um, He definitely didn't go to Villanova. He went to, crap, what's that other school? Um, LaSalle. He went to LaSalle. We're going to check in with LaSalle for 100 points.
1: Okay. And YOLO Jones, answer and wager
4: 100 points. And we also said LaSalle. He's roughly uh, my age. So you do your math, Scott. He's, that makes him 75 or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, both teams are getting their points. The correct answer is LaSalle. Uh, between 1986 and 1990, LaSalle had a winning percentage of 763, including a 30-2 and two season during, during Simmons' senior season. Uh, moving on to question three. In the category of He Hate Me, Rod Smart scored one touchdown during his five NFL seasons. What type of touchdown did he score? We're
3: um, going ch- to check in.
1: Hey, okay. Pedro Grafali off has checked in. So Yolo Jones, you guys can talk it out and give me your answer and your wager.
4: So we're down to kick off think Go
1: ahead.
0: I think kick return is, is the obvious answer because, I mean, that's really the only thing he was known for in the NFL. Right right outside of the the afro right (laughs) like but i like returning kicks so i'm wondering if it's too obvious of an
4: answer well i mean the the only so and and if it's
0: like punt return instead
4: you know no i i think that's fair so it's probably a return touchdown of some kind i definitely think he was he was known as more of a kick return i mean i think that's what he did in the xfl so so the question is do we go for the do we go for the obvious answer do we talk ourselves out of it solely because it's the obvious answer
0: Honestly, I think we'll both be mad if we if we go away from yeah I kick think that's return. And right. Then it is kick return, right? right. So uh, we'll we'll yeah. stick with it. Yeah, Josh, okay. we're gonna check in with a a I I guess return touchdown would be great, but more specifically, kick return.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I was gonna have that's to true. ask for more spe- specificity if you just said return because there are yeah. two different types of returns.
4: And for hundred points,
1: okay. And Pedro you're falling off. Your answer in your wager.
3: It was down to a kick or a punt, and unfortunately, David, we went with kick for 100 points. Yes.
4: Now it doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) So, Rod Smart, he scored one, so it's only one touchdown. He did get carries as a running back. He did do some punt returning because he returned four punts in the Super Bowl. But his one touchdown was a 100-yard kick return, so both teams will be getting their points. The fourth and final question in the round and the game in the category of the logo. Contrary to popular belief, the Major League Baseball logo silhouette was not modeled after what Hall of Famer who finished his career with 573 home runs? Checked in. Yolo Jones is checked in page roger falling off you guys can talk it out let me know your answer and your wager
3: you sure positive uh, Maybe we, talk, we can talk it out now so it's yeah
2: yeah, yeah I've, I've always heard kill killebrew with the logo but uh yeah 573 okay. does that sound about right with him
3: it's yeah i mean yeah. as far as the older guys i couldn't really tell you yeah their exact numbers um that's my best
2: guess so
3: I say say my guess would have been like somebody super, super old, but I mean, I think he's old enough, right? Yeah. All right. We can go with it. All right, we're checking in with Harmon Killeber. For 100 points, except it's only 80.
1: It would have been 100 if you had enough points. I well understand. I think everybody understands that. Okay. Uh,
4: and Yolo Jones, answer and wager. I knew do it from the 573 home runs, but yeah, I have also heard that. Harmon Killebrew was supposedly. I remember growing up thinking Harmon Killebrew was the, the logo for baseball, and then only heard later that he wasn't. But yeah, we get checked in with Harmon Killebrew for how many points? A hundred points. Sorry. And both teams are getting uh,
1: their points. Correct answer is Harmon Killebrew. I mean, it, when you look at it and you think you think of his name, it's like, oh yeah, that kind of does look like him.
4: Yeah, agreed. So
1: Killebrew is, however, the model for the Major League Baseball Players Alumni Association logo. Uh, an organization he helped found in 1982. Just a little uh interesting
0: tidbit for you. So now when he tells people, "Hey, I'm the logo," it's it's still legit. It's well, legit in thing.
1: in in the afterlife because he's he's not with us anymore. Well,
0: I'm guessing that's the first thing when you when you meet him. You know what else? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he does other talk people about have hit 500,
1: thing, other people in the Hall of Fame doc.
0: Other people have hit 573 home runs, but only one man. <laughs> Is the M- the Major League Baseball player alumni's logo?
1: That that is correct. All right, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Pedro Grafalling Off finishes with seven hundred and sixty points, and our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Shame Bouchelle Award uh, with eight hundred and thirty-five points, is Yolo Jones. And that would be a Super Bowl winning third string quarterback, Shane
0: Bouchel. I'll take it.
1: I mean, it might have meant a little more to
0: to Lucas, but. uh... Yeah, Yeah, I was hoping for the, I was hoping for the Caleb Haney, but.
2: You know, the (laughs) Cardinals tried to trade for him mid season when Kyler went down two years ago. So we got a potential starter for third string. Well, actually, Haney's retired now, so.
0: Um, oh, it's not. He'll be the backup maybe. next year, probably. So now we'll trade him for a first-round pick here. In about a year. I was going to say, maybe they, <laughs> hey, hey, Kyler's out for most of the season. Maybe maybe they, the Cardinals yeah. will make another offer. I mean, I yeah. will say
1: most teams don't carry three active quarterbacks on their roster, and they did. Sure. All <laughs> right. So, Lucas, once again, thank you for joining us. Is there anything that you would like to say before we call it a night? <sighs>
2: I, I heard you get the team names mixed up a few times, so uh, we'll have to double check that point total at the end. Uh, that, that's all I got to say. No, I'm kidding. I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I played David and Scott last time with Dan, so I was hoping to get my sweet revenge. Wanted to save that for the end, so... Uh, but it was a great time. I, I appreciate playing with Eid. Uh, pretty fun fun guy to play with, so... Uh, uh, yeah sorry, sorry for all the lag times but uh it, it appears we're both deep thinkers
1: right well that's <laughs> yeah i have I to think be, that's I, the first I, time I, that eric has ever been referred to as a deep thinker but uh.
3: <laughs> do you want me to say more inappropriate stuff or stuff <laughs> like deep out of
0: your mouth please you say, <laughs> Listen, I, I, he, now i just did it <laughs> look, look, he, he's been in niagara falls all right just...
1: a
3: couple times yeah.
1: All right. Well, once again, Lucas, thank you for joining us again. And you are more than welcome to join us in the future as well. Uh, You will eventually get a win. Everybody typically does. I I don't know if everybody has, but anybody who hasn't won, come back. You'll eventually get a win. Just hope I'm playing and you've got a good chance to win.
0: Um, Let's address the elephant in the room here. Lucas has one more appearance. It's with David. And if he doesn't win, then the likelihood goes down. You had Dan. You had Eric. Goes, you get David next, and then after that, the chances of you winning significantly decrease. Fair. Unless you face stack, Josh and I.
1: Unless we stack the right. Unless we just stack yeah. against uh for him against us, and you know, have you and I team yeah. up. Yeah, that would right. We just only me. seem to excel when we play against Eric. So. Let me get, let me get one
3: thing in before we go. Yes. Um, is the, uh, the throw, they throw a lot of, you know, plugs for us all the time. So I just want to go ahead and say the throwback trivia takedown it's tournament starting. It's probably already started by the time this episode airs. So if you've never checked them out before, definitely check them out. I mean, Adam always, you know, mentions us on the on there. So I just wanted to return the favor for him Um, in the tournament starting. I am the, the one seed. Ha. Huh? Yeah. Like it's one in 16. So I'm probably going to go out in the first round. So.
1: And you're the sole bench warmer representing, so you better not go out in the first round. Just you know, make it at least to the second round. Alright, alright. Okay, well with that, on behalf of Eric, David, Scott, and myself, we'd like to thank we'd like to say thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm.
5: That ball hit high and deep stretch. Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put
4: it on the board. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell.
1: And we'll see you tomorrow night.
0: That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Bench Warmers TP. Meth. Ah. Go oh, 8 5 no. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, that's oh, even geez. worse than the, the meth call. <laughs> that's
3: even oh, worse see?
0: Exactly. That. <laughs>
3: right. That's right. It's time to Josh stop. Is on the, Josh is on the meth
1: train now. Uh, From now no on, Eric, anytime you want to no. mention meth, no. just have David and I talk no. about our birthday. Don't friends. do meth and don't do 8 5. <laughs> just saying, there's, there's, don't there's, don't there's, do
0: meth and don't, don't, don't be bored. Don't, I, you, don't be on bored August on 5th. August
1: 5th. You'd much
3: rather uh, have meth mouth.
1: No, no, no. You, you don't want that, but you don't want to be an 8 5 er, because then you have to be associated with these two clowns. So.